Okay, everybody, welcome back to Conscious No AM. Drew back with Minnie this week. Hi, guys. Uh, Minnie's, been, Minnie's been on a two-week break right now, enjoying herself, living her best life. So welcome her back. That's not true, y'all. That is not <laughs> true. Okay. My, living my best life was not a good experience. Okay. Never going to deviate from anime again. <laughs> um, as you know, a new episode did not come out last week. I took a break. I had too much going on. And over here in the U.S., it was 4th of July weekend. So it was just too much between personal stuff and the, the holiday. So I decided to do take a week off and revamp maybe a little the podcast a little bit, a bit. So I'll just talk about that right now. If you go on our social media right now, the logo has changed. I changed the format of the wording. I changed the color scheme of the dragon. So it looks a whole lot cooler than it did before. So check that out. Um, one week, maybe next week, I'll try to live stream. Not 100% sure yet. I've been talking about that, but we'll see what happens. Um, uh, as I talk about revamping the podcast, we'll still have the regular episodes, weekly episodes, but I think I'm going to add battles to it. So I'll record another night with maybe some of the people you've seen on the show before, or maybe some newer people. We just will just have uh, not a react like you see on all the other YouTube channels. We'll have just like battles and um, I guess pick them, pick them apart pretty much or what ifs, you know, pretty much just like that. Uh, I know I talked about like a broken record for the last month and a half about the website. The website is officially up now. So go at www.conchunoam.com. The website is officially up. You can see it's, it, I'll still be adding other pages to it, but it, the main page is there. It's edited. You can see our social media. You can see where to um, listen to us. I have all the links everywhere. Um, also, I, I just want to touch base before we really dive into stuff. Um, summer premieres have actually started. Most of the um, spring anime has closed out already. They had this... This season finale already, their last episode has shown. I know, um, uh, so what I'm a spider, this and that. That one was that episode was last week. Um, it's because I went on and I saw a few things that premiered already, some more premiering next week and the week after. But here's what premiered so far Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, the second season has premiered. I just want to say I went on Twitter today and it was trending number 20. So for an anime that I didn't even really know about till earlier this year, maybe, I uh, was surprised to see that one. Apparently, it's really popular. Honestly, it's lighthearted comedy. It's really good. Uh, I'd recommend it to anybody. The Time I Got Reincarnated as Slime, season two has started now. Season two, part two has started pretty much. That is so good. If nobody's ever seen it, go take a look at that. Um, there's a new uh, series out called Remake Our Life. Now, the, what, the thing that caught me off guard with this, the first episode of this uh, anime is 50 minutes long. Usually they're like 22 minutes long, something like that. This one is 50 minutes long. Um, it's almost similar to Real Life. So... You might, uh, people who like that might like this one. Um, the aspect is a little bit different. They haven't explained too much. 
how it works, but the concept is similar. So um, that go to check that one out if you like to real life. Um, I know towards the end of real life, they kind of rushed and and pushed it all together. The ending wasn't as good as the manga one was, or it wasn't put together as proper as the manga one. They did change and break it up a lot. So uh, the other one that premiered that I will not leave out because I know it has a lot of fans is, is the um, My Next Life as a Villainous All Route to Lead to Doom. That I started and I never, I couldn't get into it. I'll try again, but I know it has a big following, so I didn't forget you guys. Uh, just to let everybody know that has started too. Episode one is out, so. Well, I don't know if many has seen any of those, but I just want to announce those are the four that I've seen as premiered that are well popular known and the one that's not really known. So I have not seen a lot of the popular ones at the moment, um, just because of the personal things that I'm going through. Um, but I am watching anime, y'all. I am watching Vinland Saga right now. I'm still finishing up Haiku season four. Um, and I do have some other manga that I'm kind of diving down into, especially uh, Dr. Stone, which I think is pretty great so far. Um, so definitely suggest any of those anime slash manga. Um, and I'm looking forward to <laughs> binge reading One Piece, you know, like I always do, because Drew here and the rest of the guys spoil it for me. But it's still worthwhile to binge. All right. Uh, that being said, they have the regular still going on. My Hero Academy is continuous. Uh, One Piece still has the anime going on. It's catching up. Uh, Tokyo Revenge is, uh, is still out there. They have 24 episodes in this season. The show is really good. The manga is really good. I recommend it to everybody. Um, funny fact, I actually met somebody today that does not like... Uh, over the weekend, I didn't meet him, but we had a conversation and he talked about how he does not like my hair academia and i don't not holding it against him but you, that's rare to see the people that don't like my hair uh that one because it's so i know a whole discord chat does, does not like me a hero okay so <laughs> um but uh anyway what anime we chose today is to talk about i'll give you a symbol Attack on Titan is, I'm holding up my bag for anybody that wants to view this. It's, uh, I got the Attack on Titan bag here from a Loot Crate Black Friday edition, special edition box that came or whatever. It I never got that bag. Well, your crate was filled with different stuff than mine was. So Very upset. <laughs> you guys, Loot Crate, do better, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, we'll talk about Attack on Titan. Um, for that, those I'm sure almost a lot everybody's seen Attack on Titan. Uh, the manga started September 9, 2009. That's when it first dropped. The anime dropped April 7, 2013. So, and, and the manga actually recently just finished. So that's like 12 years it was running, pretty much. So. Uh, 11 and a half, almost 12 years that uh, manga ran. So, I mean, it was good in many ways. I don't know um, what really got you uh, into Attack on Titan. Um, I know for me, 
when I started to watch anime again, it was just one of the things that just kept being advertised on like Netflix. It was big on Netflix back in the day uh, at that time. Uh, so when I started watching anime again, I clicked on it. I was intrigued, but I don't know what, um, how'd you come across it? So I'm not too sure a hundred percent. Like I had first started reading it actually because it was one of the popular shonen jump mangas. Um, and then I ended up watching it and I really liked it. And then I kind of fell off, right? Like after the first season, I was like, yo, this is as terrible as Game of Thrones. Oh my God, everyone fucking dies. Fuck this shit. I can't do this. Um, kind of got really upset with it. Decided to give it a break, right? But at that point in life, I think the manga was up to the part where like they discovered what was in the basement and all this stuff, right? So I kept up with the manga for a bit and then I stopped. Um, you know, just time and place, right? I didn't continue it until honestly, like, it became a mainstream talk again, um, especially in my Discord group. Shout out to the Double Dollar Ice Cream Club, um, especially to that group that I was part of. They continued it and they talked about it all the time. And so, you know, I didn't want to be the one that didn't understand what was going on. So I had to catch up on it and I had to understand what was going on. And when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is similar to Game of Thrones and that that feeling that like everyone dies or someone dies in like every episode or something insane happens. But what I like so much about Attack on Titan is that the themes of it are so in-depth. So I'm gonna let Drew go back to his questioning um, before I go ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, I think there's just so many great themes about it, but I also think the ending was a cop-out and I'm very upset about it. <laughs> that we'll get into. Um, as far as, just to let everybody know, I'm gonna play a scene here um, because not a lot of people, I don't know, for those that didn't, that are still in the beginning of the anime. There are people that are just starting to watch the anime or in the beginning four seasons. That season was act. Those uh, episodes were made by a studio called um, Wit Studios. And after the they left, um, Attack on Titan was created by Mappa Studios. So, I mean, I'm going to show, just to show the difference real quick, it's, um, hold on. So 
So, I mean, I don't know if everybody can see there that um, it, obviously the there's big differences between the two studios. Like the other one is more, I don't know how which studios, I guess, in the beginning was more brightly colored, I guess. Uh, one of the people in the comments said um, Mappa did a good job um, because it looks like they darkened the characters and the life and the lust, the, um, the brightness was out of their eyes, uh, especially for the dark, the dark end of the um the dark i guess end of the manga area or the uh, anime i should i say well but i think mappa did a good job in terms of exploring a lot of characteristic faces right even in the two comparisons right like for example the one that stands out the most to me is annie right in that scene that comes up right ani is kind of like pissed off in certain terms so doing the shading right similar to the manga is pretty helpful right in terms of understanding the emotional appeal of the character yeah, I, I definitely got that feel that it was more manga sketch, like the characteristics were more drawn out in, um, um, through MAPPA. I mean, MAPPA is a, it blew up. They're a big company. They do, they do many different, um, they did many different animes this year. So, I mean, big, there was a big whole thing with the um, story. If anybody wants to go online and read about how. Uh, working conditions for that studio were horrible because they, the company took on so much projects at one time. Um, so I don't know uh, if anybody wants to go read, they could just Google that out. But um, definitely Minnie's right about how um, it's sketched differently. Mappa did a good job in the beginning that it was good. Also, no, nothing against with studios, but I mean, towards the end, that ending arc, the end of the anime and the manga, that part, it was, I guess it kind of fits it between the story-wise. I mean, um, so what did you think about the story? Like when you started watching it, what did you think? So, um, I mean, you said the Game of Thrones and this and that, but what do you? Yeah, so um, on my end, Drew has frozen, right? Uh, we're having some technological differences. Gonna speak a little bit slow just to kind of allow the feed to catch up. Um, so personally, I have to say in the beginning of the anime, I did like it. I was really happy with it. I thought it was kind of a Game of Thrones feeling. It felt like it was a Game of Thrones feeling. I felt like there was a lot of deaths. There was a lot of action. Right? It felt really engaging and really storytelling. It felt like it felt really cool to know that like this one little island was trying to survive against these giant titans, and then. The story towards the end, like as soon as they left like their little island, it became like a whole political gain. And I think in the larger aspects, the themes of this um, series kind of like represents humanity, right? Like, yes, there'll always be a conflict, right? There'll always be issues. Um, but also the deeper grains of humanity, right? The fact that we're always fighting each other. We're always having issues with each other, right? We're not really taking um, a step back and Shout out to the tattoo artist that uh, did my tattoo because she like really enlightened, like we had an intense conversation about the whole themes of the series. And I don't know, I, you know, now that I'm looking about it and, and reflecting a lot more of the series, like it was a good series. It was like one of those books that you read. So in the US, right, we have to read a lot of books um, in English class, right? So one of the books that comes to mind is like those sim the similar story types, right? Like of Animal Farm or 1984, Fahrenheit 451, like those kind of stereotype stories. Um, I'm not too sure, dystopia, I think dystopia feel. So Attack on Titan really felt like a dystopian um, feel. It kind of feels like what 
will be the end game of the world in some ways, right? Just because of the way uh, humanity acts. And so I think the Arthur really, well, Mangenka did a great job of kind of exploring these themes of humanity and what that means. Like, yes, the ending was terrible, don't get me wrong, but I feel like there was also no true ending to be had, right? Like that ending had to justify and make sense, but it still felt, I think the problem with it, with the ending so much is that it felt jarring to me because it felt like Aaron died for no reason. Um, and I don't know if Drew wants to go into depth about like the ending and how he felt about it because that was from the manga's point of view, as opposed to series are still continuing. And there is talk that the series ending, so the anime ending will be a little bit different than the manga. I'm not too sure um, if that's 100% true or not, just based on some forums that I've been reading um, and, and a lot of talk. And I've even heard like a lot of artists, like a lot of um, fans are getting together and kind of rewriting the ending because they don't feel comfortable. And also I've heard the Manginka also decided to like rewrite the ending because he's, you know, trying to listen to the fan. Um, but I don't know, this whole story kind of goes from like struggle of survival to, you know, competing with the world and politics. And it kind of talks about war and I don't know, it just paints a bigger picture for me. Like it also brings into picture like the world events that are happening right now and what that means. Um, so I just thought that was really kind of cool like how anime can kind of like drill home these like larger themes or larger than life themes and kind of like uh, allow for more exploration in that sense. Uh, let's see, so I mean, like the, how I thought, like the story when I first watched, started watching Attack on Titan, I thought the story was intriguing because um, it looked like it took place in like an older era. Like it's very, they were very like non-technological advanced. You know, they weren't te very technological advanced. It was like old warfare, the type of weapons they used, stuff like that. I mean, I find it kind of interesting the plots. The, um, the storyline behind the, uh, the Titans and all that. Um, going more into it when, I mean, when it blew up, like, oh, okay, they weren't the only ones in the, um, the they're just on the island. Because it wasn't really explained in there that that was an island that they were on. Uh, like, you just assumed that was the world and that's how it was. But no, they, you, they finally revealed that it's just an island. And that's when it captures you more. You become more intrigued, like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen, what's on the other, the rest of the world or the other continents. And then they go into it afterwards about what's there. But I mean, the story itself, I thought was well written. Honestly, uh, the mangaka already said, he said long ago. So I don't understand why a lot of fans are upset. The, you're not going to get a happy ending. He said it wasn't going to be a happy ending. It wasn't going to be a good ending. It wasn't going to be a happy ending. So... Um, I, I, okay, so wait, hold on. Pause. I know he said that. I really do. I hear you. But, like, the only thing that I don't like about the ending is that, like, it felt so frustrating, right, to watch Aaron go through all of his issues, right? And then for him to still cop out and the world to still be the same. Like, I mean, I didn't expect it to 100% change, but it basically, like, he died for no reason. There was no well, him dying. I, really stupid in that sense. I took that as, I don't know. I saw it a different way. I saw, yeah, okay, you can see it that way. Okay, it kind of does look like that. But I mean, from what, how did he explain it and how Aaron had everything planned out from such long ago, it's like he planned out every single move Ooh, so carefully, this and that. 
It's just like he hit a few bumps towards the end. You could say the same thing. I mean, a lot of people compared him to like how Eisen was in Bleach. Like he he had he was playing chess. He had made all these pieces. Like he made moves. He was like ten steps ahead of you, pretty much. It's just when he got hit at the end towards the end that he got messed up. You know, um, you could say the same thing about Aaron. By the way, shout out to Bleach, who's coming back. Anime's coming back out. That was some love. Very that excited for that shit. Yep. Towards the end of the year, that'll come out again. But um. I mean, that's how I view it. And I think in the conflict between how Eren had conflict, like he didn't want to include, he wanted to um, do everything himself because he wanted to protect his friends and his friend, friends didn't see that and went against him. And when it was finally explained in the end, he explained why he did what he did and they finally realized and saw and they understood I mean, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, now they have to live with, oh, man, he was really trying to help us and uh, where the cause that he died pretty much. So, I mean, I thought it was good in that way, honestly. I mean, not, they all have regret and stuff, but uh, how he was just trying to do everything himself to protect his friends and family and all that, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I thought it was well-written. And don't, how, don't get me wrong, like... I thought that was cool too, but I just felt so frustrated that like he died for nothing. His friends and family are still in the same position that they are in, right? Like they still have to defend themselves, right? Yes, it's gonna be probably like in the next fifty years or so they're gonna be fine, but like their kids are not gonna be fine, right? Like that that also like blew my mind. Like I don't know, I just felt like I don't know. I I felt like it was a sad ending. It was like that ending that like made sense but also just felt really bittersweet to have right like it's, it's one of those endings that like it's justified it makes sense it's the way of the world it's how humanity is but it just feels so frustrating because there's no like i guess the ending was just too true to reality that's what it was i mean i guess so because i mean it, it was not after till he explained to his friends that they realized like oh damn look what we did now you're, you they caused his downfall now he's dead he's dying boom that's it he was just trying to protect them it sucks though because i feel like a lot of people died like hanji had to die like so many commanders so many people had to die and it just comes down to the idea of like humanity being stupid um and it, and it sucks right because if you compare it to larger like even examples of political events now right there are themes that we just suck as a species, honest to God, right? Would not put it past somebody to like try to like do what they did in the Attack on Titans. I, you know, I think just in general, like humanity has a lot to learn, and um, a lot of Arthur's or a lot of Manika's write these really interesting, intricate stories with these really solid plots, and it's true to life because it's so similar to what we uh, experience in in the world. Okay. Favorite characters? Do you have which characters do you like the best in there? Honestly, the Mikasa. characters. Okay, Mikasa is always my favorite, and Hanji too. Like she's just so great. I just thought she was so quirky and funny. I love that her eccentric nature was great. Um, Mikasa just because she was stone cold and awesome, but like towards the end she was butch, and I was like, yes, strong woman, still strong, still slaying, still awesome. I, I mean, Aaron, I liked Aaron and Armin pretty much. Those, I thought Armin was like a low key, like support character, but he did his job. He, he Ar was Armin kind of like ran into his own, though. He, he did. 
I think I thought he was really developed good. I also thought who was well written was uh Rainier. Rainier was well written. His storyline, his backstory. Uh, the mangaka did a lot good job writing his whole. Plot. Here's a question: How did you feel about Zeke and his propaganda? Zeke. Zeke's plan was made sense, but. I also saw where Aaron came through. Aaron's plan uh, made more sense because in in itself, Zeke's Zeke's plan, all of them would not be able to rock. They that would be it. That the end. That's their generation is done. They wouldn't be able to repopulate anymore. I mean, I see, but it's so frustrating, right? Like, I just didn't think that needs to be done, right? Like, that was the rudest thing that you could ever do as a person, as a human being. Like, take away someone's reproductive rights. Like, also, again, larger than life themes, right? This is not okay. Don't take <laughs> reproductive rights. Just saying. Um, Zeke's character was a good character. He played a good villain, though. I mean, he did. I don't even think Zeke was a villain, right? I don't think, like... Yes, that's the role that he kind of played, right? But I don't think in the end, like, I didn't feel like Zeke was a villain. I felt like he was misguided and misunderstood. And like Aaron, he had this agenda that he wanted for his people, but he just couldn't see an answer for it, right? So also he was brainwashed into believing that, like, he was the problem. And, you know, growing up with that innate mentality sucks. Like, again, this is me just throwing it out there that these a lot of these themes that are coming up, right, can be part of our lifestyle and how politics comes in and how, like, um, other things come in as well. So it's just, you know, going through the vast feelings of it, the majorities of it. Um, also, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm blanking now. Um, oh. So, in regards to the ending, there are rumors that uh, Attack on Titan is going to be, there's going to be something afterwards. They haven't said it if it's a sequel or what. Everybody is clamoring. The fans are like, oh, yeah, a sequel. I personally, I don't know how you feel about a sequel. I don't want to see a sequel. I do not want a sequel. I want a background story of, like, I don't know, Levi and you know, all these people in their youths. I just want some fun stuff. Like maybe even like uh, a whole mesh story of like the first founders, right? The people who, you know, had the power and stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't mind to see a prequel. Yeah, a prequel, I, not a sequel. Yeah, a prequel, especially with all those the Titans that, that were in the walls and... Um, uh, what they were about of how uh, the Titans uh, came to be. I mean, they kind of showed like a little bit of the Titan. I mean, but they only showed Ymir going and in, getting thrown into the water and that thing connecting to her, whatever. I have a lot of feelings with Ymir, right? I feel like at the end of the day, she had Stockholm Syndrome. Like it was really bad. She truly believed that she was a slave and she had to do these things and it pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I mean... How do you I, feel about Yamir as a character, right? I like, mean, Yamir as a character. Like she was a villain or no? I didn't think she was a villain. I just think she was just like taken advantage of, abused, pretty much like a slave almost. And then, like, I don't know, when I guess she was of no use, they just threw her away. And when she was in the pond. Her being uh, eaten by her children was wild. 
Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of mythology, mythol- uh, some Greek mythology stories. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of animes do have mythology in it, but I don't. Know, I didn't do any research to if um, Attack on Titan had any or anything like that. It probably I did. I, I'm assuming it did. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much my take on Attack on Titan. Like, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Well written storylines. Don't want to see a sequel. Would like to see a prequel. Um, the ending I liked, even though controversial. Um, I don't know um, any uh, any uh, input you have on um, um, anything else, or maybe what you would hope to see. Because the honestly, the manga is done, guys. But the anime second, the uh, season four part two isn't out. That's the that's supposed to be the end of the manga. That's where you see the controversial ending. Supposedly, I don't know if what. I would want. I want. I would like to see it just how it's done. I don't know, Minnie. What you would like to see personally in the end of the anime? I would like to see how it's done. Like I love the fight scenes. I would like to see how it's carried out. But I'm very bittersweet about this ending. I heard that the anime might be rewritten into a better ending or an ending that's justified. Um, there's a lot of like pressure on this now because this 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 had such great momentum. Um, I don't know. The ending, it just didn't, it felt like I, now that I'm giving it more time, it feels right. It feels justified. It, feel, it makes sense, but it just feels so close to reality. And it's so sad. It's like what I, it's not that I expected a happy ending or like a bittersweet ending or anything like that. I just, sorry, I did expect the bittersweet ending, not a happy ending, not a like shitty ending. <laughs> I expect Aaron to die. Of course he has to die. Like there was no other possibility in my head for him not to die. Like him staying alive made no sense to me whatsoever. Um, I don't know. It just feels like like FMA Brotherhood. I always like pinpoint that in because I think it's always just a great ending or a great storyline. So I just think like just some things need to happen. Um, so I'm really curious to see the fight scenes, how they get developed, also how certain things get flushed out. I'm really excited about that. Um, but other than that, like, I'm not too excited for any anime. It is what it is, right? Like, I feel like when the manga has ended, the anime has ended <laughs> in my heading. In my- I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm certain that, like, just like if it's a really good anime, I usually, and it goes on break or whatever in next season, I usually just go to the manga and that's it. And then I'll go back to the anime once in a while if it's that good, but like certain ones I won't. But I do get what you're saying. Uh, Aaron, I mean, you saw the build up to it. There's no way I saw around him not dying, honestly. Yeah, he had to die. Like, it just didn't make sense for him not to die. And if you thought that he was going to stay alive and be with Mika's son and have babies, uh uh-uh, uh, buddy, you're wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not going to, honestly, a lot of people were mad about it. I mean, it's not going to be the only uh, anime that you see where the main character is most likely going to lie. There's a handful out there right now that's concurrent. That I do think the main character is going to die. <clears throat> One Piece. I, did, I don't see any way around Luffy living in the end. He, I think he just goes same out. Same here. Same uh, here. He'll go out just like Gold Roger went out or... Not the same. So funny. I have a lot of friends that, that believe that he'll live, and I'm like, no, there's no. What ending justifies <laughs> living? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Why would you ruin an alleging like that and let them age and get old? Not, not. No offense towards old people. It just, nah, doesn't seem like a good thing for me. Uh, but honestly, 
Uh, that's how it is. But you never, honestly, you never know. Oda just writes like godly material, so you never know what he's gonna throw in there. Uh, as as you know, only three people know about the ending, and one was a cancer kid that died, I believe. So not too sure. Oda and I believe his assistant. Yeah. So, um, so I, anybody wants to hold them for ransom about the ending, let us know. <laughs> so, um, um. Back to how you said, the, I want to just want to go because I think we covered everything in Attack and Titan. But back to how you said the ending, you know, you're warming up to the ending now. You think it was just too close to reality, uh, pretty much. Uh, you were not here last week for the Naruto episode. Oh, two weeks ago, actually. That was three hours. And I appreciate everybody that watched the episode uh, because I figured out how, how my statistic works now. And it only counts watches if you watch pretty much the whole episode. So I thank all the people that watched the full three hours, man. You guys have got dedication from the fans in the U.S., Turkey, uh, Iraq, France, Germany, Brazil that keep coming back and watching our, um, pot, listening to our podcast and everything. Uh, I thank you. Since you weren't here last week, um, I briefly showed um, Madara's famous speech. Now, you remember his speech? Yes and no. It's just, just it's so long ago, man. So long ago. So I will briefly pay it for you because I have it queued here. There's lots of quotes though that's pulled from that speech. Um yes, I guess, but I just want because everybody um said their take on it. So I kind of just wanted your take on it because I, I felt like you have a lot of insight. Um I didn't think it was fair that we didn't get your uh, <laughs> That's because you guys chose to do Naruto without me. Like, to take a break. I had some personal things going on. But, um, here. So I'll play. And then I want to hear your take on it. Wake up to reality. Nothing ever goes as planned in this accursed world. The longer you live, the more you will realize that the only things that truly exist in this reality are merely pain, suffering, and futility. Listen. Everywhere you look in this world, wherever there is light, there will always be shadows to be found as well. As long as there is a concept of victors, the vanquished will also exist. The selfish intent of wanting to preserve peace initiates wars, and hatred is born in order to protect love. There are nexuses, causal relationships that cannot be separated. So basically, that was his speech. Now, I said my piece. I thought, honestly, if you put it into today's world, he hits it spot on. Like, what he talks about in that speech, the manga really put against the world or what people's point of his point of the world into that character this, this actually really throws into like humanity and how humanity is and honestly as that speech was going um not to cut you off but like wow that's a lot that was heavy um i've heard that speech so many times and every time it delivers like a heavier blow um in, in one way, like, it feels so hopeless, right? Like, when you listen to that the first time, I, I don't know who, who felt that, but, like, it felt very hopeless to listen to it. But at the same time, it felt so true to reality. And it is it is reality, right? Like, 
you know, hatred is born in order to protect love. And, you know, it's, it's so true. Like it makes me think of like kingdom hearts and it makes me think of Aristotle and makes me think of all these great philosophers that kind of said that like, you can't exist one without the other. Um, even in Hinduism, there's a lot of concepts that says, uh, you know, that like darkness and light kind of go hand in hand. And they're, the only way is true balance. Um, even throwing out the avatar, right? The last airbender, um, the legend of Korra, uh, Ravka also points out that like her evil spirit, um, Batu has to be like, you know, darkness and light goes hand in hand. And so it, it just points out these things that are also true. Like, you know, no matter where you go, right, these things will exist. It's how you want to see them, how you want to be them. Um, I mean, that speech is so hopeless, but at the same time, there's hope in that speech, right? Because it's, it's just stating facts. It's just stating the truth. It's just stating the reality of how things are and, and what that means. And it just feels so, um, in some ways, so mind-numbing. Um, for it, like, it just feels mind-numbing and mind-stimulating at the same time. It's one of those speeches that, like, can go down in history. Um, but it's also, like, I don't know. There's, like, so many words I want to say, but it's not coming out in the way that I need it to come out. <laughs> the speech is just, like, oh, it's, like, stimulating all my fucking nerves at the fucking same time. And I'm just having a hard time dealing with it. Because, um, again, like, it, it is so true the reality. There's just so many feelings with it. It just feels very, like... I don't know. I got chills when I heard that speech the first time. I don't know. Did anyone else get chills? <laughs> I, I I didn't watch it in an English dub, but I did watch it. I remember watching it in sub and when through translations, I was like, oh, this is a good speech. I, I was like, wow, this has got to be like the best speech. And I was way behind everybody watching Naruto. So then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, it has millions of hits on YouTube, even though it's in the dub version. I was like, everybody... So I didn't like the dubs, right? I liked the sub, and I heard it in the first time in the sub, and I felt more comfortable with the sub than I felt with the dub. But even hearing it in the dub, it gave me chills. Like I, I do believe that what he says does pertain to, like... Uh, humanity. Humanity. Like, there's people that want... it That in their own sense of justice, they go start wars to bring around peace. And in that sense, you're causing more hatred because of the people that you keep the suffering and, and pain that you cause and the killing that you do to, through these wars to bring peace. Um, you're, and it just becomes a cycle pretty much. Like, because those people, they're gonna keep on hating you for all the pain and suffering you cause them or their, their families through that sense of justice that you came, whichever nations you want. I mean, I could list, oh, I could put the U.S. on top of that. I could put any other countries, old past time wars, it doesn't matter, or um, different countries, internal civil wars, it doesn't matter which country. Oh, it's it just a worldwide concept. Like, you can put that uh, throughout the world and, like, just see how that is true. It's a cycle, um, just everywhere i mean honestly one of the best things i do believe is um that i thought of honestly when thinking about that speech not a country at in itself wars but like an old time war the crusades when the catholic church went into villaging they went warring with people because they didn't they believed other religions and this and that and they were trying to bring priests and conform people this certain way i feel like that's also um, that's what I thought. But, yeah, I'm personally thinking about current events right now. Um, even like the the Palestine conflict and 
the Black Lives Matter movements, those are the things that are coming up to mind because those have been like the recent things in, for me. Um, and even just thinking about like the way we treat people, the way we do things, like, I don't know, there's so many speeches out there that talks about humanity, the darkness in humanity. And it, you know, it again, the speech gave me chills because it's always so true. It's so relevant to the place that we live in. It's relevant to who we are. And it's, it's so sad at the same time, right? It feels like there's no hope in terms of getting better. Like the idea of a utopia is nice, right? But realistically, is anybody ever going to really live in a utopia? Nah. Uh, nope. That's why I, in Naruto Madara, I had to put that in the infinite, um, that infinite uh, form that, um, what do you call it? And so it'll just be peaceful. Everybody would just be there Nobody would be, there would be no war, no nothing. So, I mean, that was my take on it. I was glad I got her take on it. I know she missed out on Naruto, but I had to get her take on that one, at least. Uh -huh. Badger got my take on it. I'm so sorry that I missed Naruto, y'all. It's okay. I'm going to make them redo it in the next 10, 20 episodes. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to do that. We're also going to do um, battles. So we're definitely going to do ba uh, Naruto battles. You, everybody, you'll definitely see Itachi versus Sasuke. One, because like what, what what Naruto battles are we talking about? Like we're talking about we're gonna replay the battles and talk about our feelings about them. What, what's going on here? Yeah, that's what we'll probably do. <laughs> Most likely, that's what it'll be. But you'll definitely see Itachi versus Sasuke. Maybe Naruto versus Pain. Um, I mean, you'll see not just Naruto. You'll we'll we'll get into other animes too. Bleach, One Piece, whatever. We'll sit down. I really think we should do some classics, right? Like Cowboy Bebop, Neo Genesis, Evelyn, 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 something. I'm definitely gonna do those too. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, whatever you want to do in Yu Yu Hakusho, <laughs> that's the shit. So we'll do some of those. Um, I honestly, I know there's a fan base for Dragon Ball Z, but man, honestly, I'll do like. Some Let's do Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and not do Dragon Ball Super because uh, I'm sorry, y'all. That was bad. I, I'm not a fan of Super, but also Dragon Ball Z, man. I ain't playing a whole 10 minute, a uh, whole 15 minute fight, man. It's just so it's okay. Cool. You're going to have to speed it up. You're going to have to make it into a TikTok. I, I'll clip it, clip it, clip it, or I'll find the ones that are clipped already and play them. Um, but uh, that's uh, will uh, this whole episode will be posted up everywhere as usual. Go check out our website. The website is up, continuoam.com. Go check it out. We have a question box. Everything comes to the email, so you can submit your questions, this and that. As I said, um, AnimeCon is in November. I believe it's the 19th to the 21st. Your we girl has already got tickets for AnimeCon. I do, too. So we will be there. Um, uh, we, I, we don't have a booth, unfortunately. I... It's a lot of work, and uh, it's just okay. If we like don't have a booth, y'all. It's okay. We'll drop our pins. You can come and meet us if you're really into it. Um, a lot of us will be cosplaying. Uh, maybe Drew and I and the rest of the guys who are part of the podcast will be doing. Maybe we can all collaborate together and do it like a group Akatsuki, you know, um, thing. Maybe I. Uh, one of those days, I will be wearing the shirt. Um, I already have it all planned out. So if you see me. It, my sh the shirt will have the name in, in in English lettering on the front. It'll have the uh, Japanese lettering for the podcast on the back with the dragon. So Drew will be getting me a shirt as well, <laughs> so I can wear and support for our group. Um, I'll have other things passed around that we could have 
like QR codes or whatnot. I'll explain more as time comes up. Um, but um, also, you'll be seeing other people on the uh, the podcast as well. Last week we had Kev. Um, we all we have the usual host here, but we'll have guests. Um, we had Kev on there. Shout out to Kev this week. I'll have um, uh, my boy from ActiveFit. He makes ActiveFit um, gym apparel. If anybody wants to get up from watching anime and go work out, shout out to ActiveFit. I'm also part of that company. Oh, no, no, chill. Be part of the whole like anime workout regimen. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, like can, he can, I mean, he could do, yeah, you could do anime, Goku, whatever you want. I mean, he'll probably be on one of the podcasts. He said he wants to be on the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. So I'm bringing him on for the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Shout out to Warriors Pizza, my boy Pete. He will be on. He watches a lot of anime, so he'll be on as well. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, go check out our social media. If you check out our website, all our links to our social media is on there. Go give us a follow. Um, give a follow our YouTube cha- uh, YouTube chain uh, channel. Our social media handle is Kanchu No AM. That's at every social media you can think of. Um, I thank everybody for listening again once again. Thanks for all support and our listeners. Uh, Minnie, any closing statements? That's all I got to say. If you have questions, definitely drop them. If you have questions for me, definitely drop them. If you have questions about like comparing mental health between characters, I got you guys. Just let me know. Yep, just let us know if you even if you um, if you send anything to the social media that regards that, I'll forward it right to Minnie and she can get back to you. So yeah, because just let you all know, I'm a licensed therapist. And- that helps <laughs> comparing mental health. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll see you guys next week again. And thanks to everybody for listening.